Welcome to this week's Northwest Passages. Northwest Passages is the new series on KSQM featuring passages from books with a connection to the Pacific Northwest. On each segment, we'll provide some context and background on a book about or an author from the Pacific Northwest, followed by a short excerpt that's especially moving, well-written, or otherwise notable. Theodore Winthrop was a New Haven, Connecticut dandy who ventured west to California, the Oregon and Washington territories, and British Columbia in 1853 to explore the Pacific Northwest, its natural beauty, and its native people. The story of his journey, The Canoe and the Saddle, was first published in 1862, a year after the death of Winthrop in one of the early skirmishes of the Civil War. Winthrop's description of the Northwest, particularly the Washington Territory, earned the book great popularity at the time. The town of Winthrop, Washington, took on his name in 1890, and Mount Rainier's Winthrop Glacier is also named for the explorer and author due to his detailed descriptions of the landscape in his book. The Canoe and the Saddle became popular after his death and the inspiration for adventurers and authors for more than 150 years, not just because of the story, but because of the beautiful language crafted from this talented 24-year-old who died before his time. Here's an excerpt from Canoe and the Saddle by Theodore Winthrop, where the author talks about the Cascade Mountains, their natural beauty, and the naming of individual peaks. Farthest away in the west, as near the western sea as mountains can stand, are the Cascades. Sailors can descry their landmark summits firmer than cloud, a hundred miles away. Colshan, misnamed Mount Baker by the vulgar, is their northernmost buttress up at 49 degrees and Fraser's River. Colshan is an irregular, massive, mound-shaped peak, worthy to stand a white emblem of perpetual peace between us and our brother Britons. The northern regions of Wolgi and Vancouver's Island have Colshan upon their horizon. They saw it blaze the winter before this journey of mine, for there is fire beneath the Cascades. Red war suppressed where the peaks, symbols of truce, stand in resplendent quiet. Colshan is best seen, as I saw it one afternoon of that same August, from an upland of Vancouver's Island, across the golden waves of a wheat field, across the glimmering waters of the Georgian Sound, and far above its belt of misty gray pine ridges. The snow line here is at 5,000 feet, and Colshan has as much height in snow as in forest and vegetation. Its name I got from the Lumi tribe at its base after I had dipped in their pot at a boiled salmon feast. As to Baker, that name should be forgotten. Mountains should not be insulted by being named after undistinguished bipeds, nor by the prefix of Mount. Mount Chimborazo or Mount Dewalagiri seems as feeble as Mr. Julius Caesar or Signor Dante. That was a passage from The Canoe in the Saddle by Theodore Winthrop. Thanks to Connie Furr for her reading of this week's segment. I'm the host and producer, Douglas Furr. If you have any book suggestions for future episodes, please visit www.ksqmfm.com and leave us a comment. Northwest Passages is a production of KSQM Studios. Bobby,